Hello and welcome to Talking About Films with Corbin and Eric, the place to hear Corbin and Eric talking about films. I'm Eric. And I'm Corbin. And we are your titular hosts this evening. Corbin? Yes, Eric. How you doing? I'm doing well. Um, dinner has gone through me quite quickly. Um, thank you for keeping that not graphic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hopefully I can make it through this sitting. <laughs> like make it through sitting or make it through this Both. sitting okay good uh that's good um, um yeah <laughs> other than that uh not much else has changed since last time works good yeah works good life is good that's good um watched a lot of movies yeah i watched actually i've only movies. watched one movie only one only one since our last podcast okay i've been busy because a friend let me use her netflix account and I've been watching a lot of TV. Have you been Netflixing and hanging? And hanging? Mm. What is? What are you? What? If you don't know, it's good. Okay, good. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, no, that and it's Netflix and chilling. That's uh, what I was trying to say. Okay. <laughs> I also don't know what that means. Good. Sorry. Um, Hulu and hang. What about Amazon Prime? You gonna leave him out? No. no. Yes. Okay. No, no yeah. What are you gonna watch on Amazon Prime? Oh, they got a good selection of movies. They're doing pretty, and the TV shows. They're starting to make Amazon uh, TV shows. You got the new Top Gear. That's correct. Um, is that out? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Uh, talk more, Eric. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to move on past that. Don't breathe through your nose. <laughs> oh, this is a great start. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, so I've been, um, I've been watching a lot of TV, and uh, I checked out this recent uh, show called Mr. Robot uh, through a friend's suggestion, and it is pretty great. Mm. It's about a hacker. And he takes, he's like a vigil, vigilante hacker. Right. Like a Robin Hood of hacking. Exactly. And, but he doesn't take anything for himself. So he'll like expose mm. people doing like child pornography and they think they're all safe. They and got, then they got graphic. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I thought that. it was, I, 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 <laughs> I was thinking cartoon. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Robot just led to images of like the Jetsons in my mind. No, this is a live action TV show. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty dark actually as well. Okay. So but turn get... up the brightness on your screen. <coughs> uh, Good, like joke. Good joke. Good <laughs> joke. <laughs> if there were people here, they would have been laughing, but. Well, there's um, no one here. There's nobody here. Well, there's um, one person. It's. Uh, well, there's you. And me, so there's two. And this guy uh, next to me. Who is this guy next to you? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you... Who invited him? I, I think he just walked in. Uh, did he bring his own mic? Yeah. And he plugged in it in and I, I wasn't going to say anything to him. I thought you invited him. That's why I didn't say anything. I didn't invite him. Did you? No. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, hello, person. <laughs> why don't you introduce yourself? Is this my cue? Is this, is this the cue to start talking? 
<laughs> yes. Okay, good. Because if it wasn't the key to start talking, I did it at the wrong time. No, you got it right. Uh, you followed my lead. I did follow the lead. When I was I said introduce yourself. I was going to come in a little bit earlier. Out that that's when you should. Have I was said I was going to come in a little bit earlier. Then I was like, whoa, yep. he hasn't said introduce hey. yourself. Hey. So you read the cue as well. Yeah. Uh, you did not come in early. How how do you, would you like me to introduce myself? Would you like me to introduce myself as if ASL? Oh, okay. Uh, 27, uh, frequently, (laughs) (laughs) English, is that that what we're looking for? Yep. Uh, yeah. That was great. That was so great. (laughs) I think a lot of people are going to be confused as to what he was doing. N-A-S-L, N-S-A-L. 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 Yeah. Should be. Are we going for my nasal? My nasal? Yeah. Nasal? So you got the um, age, the sex, the yep. language of the ASL. Yeah. And then we need the na- the nasal. The, na- the N, the N- which is the number of apples you've eaten in your lifetime. Ooh. I have to be completely honest. I have no idea what's happening. We just give with statistics. With how many um, apples have you eaten in your life? Just, just has that I was not confused about. I was confused about this entire thing that we're doing. This is our introduct. This is our meeting of Zach. Yeah, um, yeah. We, oh, meet, we, we didn't know his name yet, so I yeah, so this is our meeting we, we, of this person who. Yeah, we we, I, I can't tell you my name until people know how many apples I've eaten. Okay, clear. Well, like, yeah, clearly. How, how do you introduce yourself to people, Eric? Do you you just go, "Hey, I'm Eric." Without saying how many apples you've eaten in your life? No, how many bears that I've beaten up. Ah, uh, see, that's not a stat anyone cares about. Yeah, no. I know, I know. Apples, apples is a much better stupid. way to grade people. Because yeah. the higher your apple number, mm. if, the better if, you are. Uh, mm. Like, if we judge it out, you can actually probably figure it out. So you've probably had one or two apples a week on average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So let's let's go one and a half. Let me get my calculator let's, let's app get out. The, let's get the maths. Although the maths there was that device. week that I subscribed to the Apple a day keeps my doctor away. So I don't think uh, you want see. doctors away from you. I had about yeah. You definitely want doctors close to you. Yeah, but I think they mean like you'll be healthy. What else are you undiagnosed you with because f- you've repelled all your doctors? <coughs> I'm not going to get into that. Doctors aren't 1. like vampires. 1.5 apples a week. But you definitely want seven apples a week. Yeah. Um. So yeah, one one point five apples a week. I'm going to include all forms of apple. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. Macintosh, apple pie. Granny. Oh, we Smith. Know. All genders. Oh, then I'd, I'd say we bump it up to two apples a week. Two apples. Then. Okay. Uh, for two weeks a out. year. We're doing this. Yep. Uh, two apples a week. Okay. Two so weeks what? a year. One hundred and eight. One hundred and four. One hundred and four. <laughs> Eric, you, Eric, uh, Zach, you. Oh, we don't know your name yet. Sorry, person, you have eaten uh, two thousand eight hundred and eight apples. Well, now that we've just established that I've eaten that much, my name's Zach. Hey, Zach. Hey, nice Zach. to have you with us. Uh, it is nice. It is nice to have me here. Yeah, I yeah. imagine. You know what? I'm really glad you're here because the first time that I was on a radio type thing was on your show. Uh, the AJ and Zachia party. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> good times. Those were good times. Um, I believe we had Corbin on that show at some point as well. I was. We Skyped, Eric. Did we call you? Mm, I called in from the States, and I saw you on the webcam feed that was in the top corner of the yeah. uh, radio um, show. For some reason, uh, despite the show being on at, what, 3 a.m. your time? It was very early. And being a... Like, we had maybe... Seven listeners, one of them being you, 
on the other side of the, the planet. The other three being you, AJ, and Corbin. You're not a listener yeah, if you're in yeah, the room. Yeah. Mm, Are you? Am I listening to this? It was, it was, you know, statistically, like, if you judged our audience of that show, yeah. you'd make a fair argument that we were an international show because a large proportion One of our listeners were <laughs> in other countries. And especially when Eric was on the show. Yeah, yeah. Family wow. and friends from overseas. Yeah. Mm. That was that was a cool moment. I'd finally came on the show. Yeah. After so yeah, ha- to it. Ha- happy to be here. Um <coughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to well, return the favor, if you will. Mm. Uh, so the other cheek. You <coughs> have been brought here, Zach, as you are a considered an expert opinion mm. on um on all things Ed O'Neill. Mm. This this is a fair comment. Mm. Yeah. Uh, can you talk to us about Ed O'Neill? Well, see, my main Ed O'Neill appeal, uh, as I'll call it, wow. uh, is stemmed from the uh, Married with Children. Uh, no, much like everybody. Uh, there's uh, also another more modern show. <laughs> oh, you did not. Where he's also married with children. I, I don't, I don't know what show you're talking it's, about. It's not called Married with Children. What is, what is, it is they called... They couldn't call it Married with Children because they'd already done one. Yeah, yeah. They're not like Married with Children 2, but modern. Modern Married... Yeah. Modern Married with 2? Modern. That's what they tried to do. Modern... Modern... modern uh, so they took the concept of Married with Children and said, what do you have when you're married with children? Hmm. There's a name for that. Hmm. But what if, what if your children are grown up and one of them is gay married and one of them is you also have an adopted son with your wife from you know another marriage and blah blah blah. it's modern that's That's what that is modern it's not nuclear it's modern it's not just the man one woman two children old 1950s america it's modern yep modern family eric oh yeah family there you go yeah i'm in the loop now Yeah, it, it well, welcome to the loop. No, I knew it so speaking of, uh, just fun Ed O'Neill fact, well, married with children fact. I expect uh, many. I don't, I don't know if you know this about married with children, but they're bringing it back no in way. a big way. Uh, the kid from Married with Children, mm-hmm. Al Bundy's son, Al Bundy, played by Ed O'Neill. Is he now as old as Ed O'Neill was when he started? It? That's correct. Oh which, my gosh! Well, he's probably a little bit older. Uh, fun fact about him: he also voiced a character in the uh, Legend of Cora, the uh, Avatar, Last Airbender sequel series. That was great. Well, anyway, okay. just, just a bit tangent there. <laughs> They're releasing a new Married with Children 2, and everyone's coming back for it, including Katie Scarl, who did the voice of Leela and stuff in Futurama. She's pretty big. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, she was the mom. Uh, she's the mom. Christina Applegate's coming back. Uh, Woo! Most recently seen in yeah. Vacation. Um, Vacation. And Anchorman 2. Uh, yeah, they're all they're all coming back, but it's going to mainly follow around that kid whose name I forgot. Awesome, and and it, he does he have a family now, and is he married? I would I would imagine that that's or is it on. a more modern take? Well, because because we all we all know that they're bringing back Full House, right? Oh yes, Full, Fuller House. Uh, as it's I cannot called. wait. So they're just like, hey, let's do that, but with this. And uh, were those running at the same time? Like, were they rival no, family shows? One no. was like gritty, and one was like eh. married. Married with Children was the sit- family sitcom that your parents didn't let you watch. Yeah, because no, it not. was hypersexualized. <laughs> yeah. I was not allowed to watch Malcolm in the Middle. 
Really? I wasn't allowed to watch Home Improvement. Whoa. Whoa. That explains why you're so flawed as a person. <laughs> uh, yeah. How did you learn yeah. any lesson about life? Um, the main lessons that you were learning about were like improvement on the house lessons. That's what they wanted you to like think. But when you watch the show, you actually also learn about how to be the worst husband ever. Mm-hmm. And still have a sweet wife. And, yes. And still retain your marriage. See, it, a lot of those uh, sitcoms <coughs> actually made me learn that um, to be lovable, you have to be as irresponsible as possible as mm-hmm. a husband. Mm. Um, so I've learned a lot from that. Um, my domestic skills are as low as possible at all times. Um, that's how you stay wanted. Because that's, <laughs> that, is, that is how you build, that is how you improve your home. Mm. Uh, I learned that you can fix any argument. At the end of the 30-minute special. As long as you've all learned a lesson out of it. That's what I'm saying. There's always going to be a lesson. You're going to learn it. If you've had a fight, you will always apologize. I mean, it's good stuff. Although, I'm pretty sure those very special episodes, there is some irreparable damage. Uh, Like Carlton will never use a gun again. You know, or or Danny Tanner will never read a diary again. Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Wrong move, Danny. Or CJ will not become anorexic again. That was a heavy episode. That was heavy. I feel bad for saying Tim Allen was a bad husband. Uh, he was a good father, bad good husband. Bad husband? He I was a great I, father. Man, was he cool. <laughs> now, Al Bundy, uh, not... What a klutz. A model what a, what husband. A useless person. Well, it's a good thing he was uh, neither. But he had the Ed O'Neill appeal, so oh, that's how he, he gets by. All the women flocked to the old Ed oh. O'Neill. Uh <laughs> Uh, so the reason we've brought in an Ed O'Neill expert, yes, Eric, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but Ed O'Neill was in our movie for this episode. What the mo- what movie? The movie we watched is Homework. Oh, yeah, 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 that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That movie is The Little Giants. Yes, it was. Uh, so we've all watched it. We highly recommend you watch it before listening to the podcast. And if you now open your workbooks of the podcast to page eight... <laughs> You will find the Little Giants chapter. And uh, as you listen along, feel free to fill in the blanks. I was not aware that we shipped those out so early. (laughs) Did you not ship them out? Bro. So you were supposed to sign those papers. So let me get this straight. In the build-up to Little Giants, uh, your previous episodes, you've done Heavyweights. Mm -hmm. You've done Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks. What else? Small Soldiers. Small Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. And now this? Yeah. So that's that's pretty good build up to Little Giants. Pretty sure that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, so yeah. far. So the good the good old nineties tween comedies. Yeah. Yes. Just so wholesome films. We just as we we have just touched on the subject that it's a tween comedy. Um I see my role in this podcast primarily to be to read IMDB to you. Oh man. So <laughs> Are you opening that up right now? You are now listening to okay. a man reads from IMDb. So this is the parent. This is the first time I've seen this no, on this all of our children's movies. IMDb has a parents' guide for Little Giants. Oh. Oh. To just, if you are a parent and you're wondering, is this movie appropriate for my children? You can read the parents' guide, and it will tell you. It's got some profanity. Apparently. Yeah. Well. <laughs> While Corbin is so no, it's boosting here. that so, up. Oh, okay. <laughs> four topics. Sorry, three topics. Mm-hmm. Split into sex and nudity, violence and gore, 
and profanity. Yes. Yeah, so violence I'm aware and nudity. Of the parents' guide. Uh, okay. So then it uh, it outlines which part in the movie, which part of the movie it yep. occurs in, and then gives you a synopsis of what that type of behavior is. So it'll tell you exactly what it is. Sex and nudity. What part did they bring up, Eric? There is an act. I, I was going to say that one is blank. Are they, do they all have one? No, no, no. They would have brought up there is conversations of a sexual nature between adolescents. Oh, yeah. The kissing scene. Two kids talk about kissing. Boom. Yeah. Tonsil hockey. Okay. Violence and gore. Great scene. Uh, there's a lot of so it'll be on field violence used for comical effect. Oh, if it's for comical effect, it'll be the kid with the peanut butter and jelly blood oh, stain. The, the, the entire montage has them wasting themselves. <laughs> Interestingly enough, the on field violence is not mentioned. What? Um, Good use of the word comedic, though. It does say nothing graphic, comic violence, but then it gives a specific mention of one bit of violence. I know, I know the violence. It'll yeah. be it'll, it'll be when he's. Are you talking about? Oh, the you, you have no, 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 no. I, I did. I just. I think say, if you're both right, say it at the same time. Uh, it'll be go karts, bikes into the river. That's not saying at the same time. Uh, I mean, that's not it. Oh. Uh, oh. Well, that's it's not it. Eric's right. But it's not the bonus that's brought it's up. It's the scene where the dad is squaring up on the ground, and he charges through the window <laughs> and crushes his nuts on a tree. No. What? Wow. That was so violent. He broke through a window. And then landed on a tree. Especially considering his intention was to do that to his wife. <laughs> I know, just... I was going to bring this up later. Okay, we'll bring this up later. <laughs> that is not the violence that is talked about. And I think this will, this kind of mentions, I think, one of the key themes of Little Giants relates to gender tension issues. Is it emotional damage? Wait, it's that? Spike versus Icebox. Mm. No, it happens way earlier in the movie. It's like the first scene. I, I said, I, I think I already said it and you may not have heard it. Is it when the kid's got the peanut butter and jelly sandwich and there's blood on his head, but it looks like blood? No. Oh, okay. This could take a while. So oh, the bully. You. The bully gets owned by the girl. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A girl puts a guy in a headlock. <gasps> oh. Yeah. We can't have our children exposed yeah, to that. Yeah. Wow. And profanity. Oh, okay. One specific time. Yep. Was it? Was it the, was it O'Neill in the locker room saying Jesus Christ? Absolutely <laughs> spot on, one hundred percent right. <laughs> great, right next great, to great seed. Right next to the pastor when he's gonna be speaking over them for the game. Danny O'Shea takes the Lord's name in vain before a priest gives the pre-game prayer. He also uses mild profanity two other times. Oh, he doesn't say Jesus Christ. He says for Christ's sake. I think, but I think that's a good overall. Uh... See, it's interesting that um, what isn't included in that censorship uh, uh, rundown is the parental negligent negligence. Mm. Uh, there is absolutely. This is, I was going to bring this, this up is, too. This is one of my 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 <laughs> points. After taking taking away from the movie, mm. there is the character of Johnny. 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 Love Johnny. Now, you can't all, pass all, it to Johnny. All, all the kids have the character quirks. You've, you've, got, you've got the kind of weedy, cutesy one. Yeah. You've got the geeky, the, the disabled one. You've got the nerd you've got calling the, the plays. You've got the Asian kid. Yep. You've got nerd calling the plays. You've got the you've fat got kid. Fat kid. Like, these are their things. <laughs> and then you have kid who looks physically competent, but whose dad doesn't love him. <laughs> I honestly <laughs> that, thought that he was going to be a star. Yeah. Like... 
<laughs> and and the thing is that that's that's it. He's got five scenes in the movie. Yep. One, the first one where his dad leaves for work, mm. and he's like, oh, "I'm so sad. I'm sitting on my step. Hey, do you want to come play football?" Okay, yeah. <laughs> Um, distract then, me from the hurt of loneliness then, <laughs> then they have the team announcement yep. at the house all the parents are there mm-hmm. but not his Johnny, not his I mum. was hoping I was getting to meet your dad tonight yeah but his mum's not there either like he's just there by it's himself just, he's like just his, an orphan his mum is not in this movie uh, and then it's oh, the scene where, b- before the game like the day before the yeah, game the day before the game the dad's packing his stuff saying I gotta go over to business for a couple of days like, go do business things worst timing ever yeah. <laughs> just the day before the only thing that he's done then Pastor Johnny but I'm Johnny yeah but dad shows up embrace like that's it it was that's, a good build up to the final Johnny scene that's it they were just like we've got four try four touchdowns to make in this movie <laughs> One of them's going to be Johnny's. What, what can be his thing that motivates him to score this touchdown? And he I has know. some sick moves, too. His dad is just going to be negligent. <laughs> and he's going to go on business. And then he's going to come back like he doesn't care about business. And then Johnny's going to be like, oh, I love my dad, regardless of how much business he does, and embraces him. And the dad just like walks on the field like, that's no big deal. Like, that's breaking so many rules. It's Do like... It, I was just going to say, it's like that scene in Hook, only he actually made it there on time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly it. So do you feel that in the, uh, should I write a reply to IMDb's parents' guide saying, sex and nudity, violence and raw profanity, then emotional issues. Child boom, abandonment. Boom. Child abandonment. Bad, Doing bad parenting. There's some definite emotional issues going on yeah. in this movie. But yeah, the, the <laughs> lack of the lack of Johnny's mum. Actually, the, there, there are a few parents missing in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like that are referenced and don't appear because the thing is yeah I, i'm pretty sure the theme of this movie is child abandonment when rick moranis's wife is just basically left. it's established that she just left them oh that she scene was so a better team she picked oh, a better team that was soul crushing and How when she tucked her in at night she would call her a princess but and like this this whole thing like it's mentioned over and over again. Ultimately, it doesn't affect what happens in the movie, but for some reason, the director and the writer's like, this is a point to make. Yeah. And we've also got Johnny over here whose father's abandoning him. This is a real issue in this small yeah. town in America. There were a handful of them who had one parent. Yeah. But then the fact ones all had two parents. So what does that mean? <laughs> it's like... More money to buy more food. If you have two parents, you are going to be fat. Oh, and, and that's that, that scene where they're all introducing them in the house... All their yeah, parents yeah, yeah, were yeah. like carbon copies of their kids. Yeah, it, was like a, a, it was like... It's like you marry someone that looks identical to you yeah. just so you can have a clone baby. <laughs> but then it's small town, so it's like the one black dude in this town I know. has to get with the one black lady. Like, that's it. I thought it was quite progressive of them mm. to have a, quite a pivotal player or key character in the movie be black. And bad at sports. No, but mm. the thing is, mm. that that kid's also an asshole. Like what? out of every every kid in that team. Oh, when they're all making fun the, of each other. He's the worst. That scene where they're all making fun of he each other. He starts all this because he's from he, the streets, <laughs> yo. He's hard. He's hard, bro. Like out of nowhere, he will just 
start ripping on the other kids. He'll just like, like go from one and then like someone else would do something and then he'd be like, hey, and you. And he'd go into them yeah. and then he'd go into them. Yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> he's vicious, man. And then he's all like, oh, don't make fun of me for not being able to catch. But I'm like, well, you kind of deserve it. You're playing football. Yeah. <laughs> you can catch toilet paper. Hey. This is true. Um, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. So, Eric. When what is what was your memories experience leading up to Little Giants? What could you remember of the movie? Oh, what did the movie mean to you? Man, where were you when you first watched it? I loved this movie so much because it took me right back to like being a kid and playing backyard football and just until it you know got dark and you couldn't see anything and I think you'll remember. <clears throat> when we were talking about Mighty Ducks, excuse me, the Mighty Ducks, how that movie caused me to want to join a recreational hockey league. <laughs> this movie kicked me into a peewee football league. When I was eight years old, I saw this film and I loved it. I loved everything about it. It was amazing. And then I joined a peewee. It was like the uh, YNFL. It was just, it was I very youth. Uh, there you go. Youth. Or young. <laughs> I think it was youth. Anyway. Were you sponsored? Yahoo. We were the Steelers. Did you steal stuff? No, like the professional team. S-T-E-A-L. No, e- From e- Pittsburgh. Uh, yes. Because of the mining Yes, we know who the Steelers are. <laughs> anyway, I remember having so much fun on this football league. And the next time, I was a, I was a safety. And so, like, just everything about this film, the nostalgia, like, it just, it just kind of brought me back into that moment. That being said, I played two years when I was little in football. And the second year was the worst year because we didn't win a single game and we we very much resembled the little giants team we were horrible although although the difference uh would be that the little giants won yes that that would be that would be the major difference there came a point where we were playing a game and i didn't see us winning and i was sick of it and i was just like we're not going to win. Like, this is pointless. And my coach got sick of it. And he kicked me off for the game. He said, sit on the sidelines. You're not helping this team. And I was like, what? How old are you in this? 16, 17? I'm like nine years old. (laughs) Got to remove weak players in the young. I mean, one thing. Very much O'Shea. Yeah, O'Shea was right about that. O'Shea. Wait, they're both O'Shea. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, The The Ed O'Neill appeal. What was his first name? Kevin. Kevin O'Shea. Kevin and Danny O'Shea. Kevin O'Shea. Chevrolet. Yeah. We'll uh. talk about that later. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think there's anything else he could have done with that name in business. He could have um, played football. Kevin O'Shea. Cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. <laughs> Much better idea. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, um, so this movie drove Eric to a failed sports career. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> really? Zach, did you have? Oh, was this God. the first time you watched the movie? Oh no, no, no. Um, 
I've watched it twice this year. Mm. Uh, wait, wait. Why? Like, like well, once, once before once, when we told so, you to watch it? So uh, my wife got on a uh, just a similar oh, streak like a of watching tween 90s yeah. movies. And um, I just had it, Little Giants and she was like, what? Did you watch any what? of the ones that like, we've... Uh, I was like, well, Little Giants. Let's watch Little Giants. What? Did you watch any of the ones that we've talked about? Yeah, yeah. No, we did Heavyweights and Mighty Ducks. Uh, Solid. Which, oh, did, uh, you, did you go to... Podcasts? Heavyweights is up there. Oh, right. along one, of my, one of my grow-up movies. Like I, like, I watched Little Giants. Little Giants was one of those movies that you would have just had recorded yeah. on a videotape Oh, somewhere. absolutely. And it's just like, eh, let's put this in. Okay, with like the tape right. with the with the, with the white tape on the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's like it's Sharpie. mostly harmless, and it does the job of entertaining me for an hour and forty five minutes. Um, on my VHS copy, I tried to write the little giants the same way with like the oh, little with the kids writing uh, yeah. block lettered giants. Yeah, just as we were briefly mentioning VHS, <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to share that. Um, yeah, um, but I at the same time was really wanting to watch the Iron Giant. Uh, yes. That movie is incredible. So what you end up having is you see a VCR tape at your house and you're like, oh, Giant, oh, do, do we record the Iron Giant? Oh, it's just Little Giants. Oh. So there was this kind of subconscious disappointment with the movie for a little while. They're coming out with a special edition. Of I do, yeah. Oh, I'm going to mm, buy that. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so how about, how about you, Corbin? Shut up, Corbin. <laughs> Uh, so this was the movie that probably gave me my first insight into American football. Hmm. Uh, definitely led to me and my brother running plays in our backyard. Just like Mighty Ducks led to me playing roller hockey because we didn't have ice. We had a very similar uh, backstory, yes, only I did no, it professionally. No leagues that I could join. Yeah. <coughs> um, in fact, really, if I was truly motivated, I would have talked Dad into starting his own team. Oh, you would have just been like the movie. So yeah. the thing is, you don't talk your dad into starting a move uh, a team. You you tell someone else that your dad is starting a team, <laughs> and then when your dad is uh, kind of faced with the decision of to confirm or deny that rumor, he has. That to sounds like something we've already uh, seen. Sounds <laughs> like something Rick Moranis would do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not do. Yeah. Mm. By the way, who calls their daughter Icebox? Uh, Icebox's dad. It is, no, it is never brought up how she got that nickname. Nickname. Becky. Because she puts people in an icebox. No, That's what, what I assumed. Because she wastes them and then they're like, ah, I need an icebox. And then they go. Iceboxes are. Oh, no, I get it. The refrigerator. Icebox is another name for a refrigerator. And this movie would have just come out post late Nin- 80s, 90s. 1980, Bears. Well, 1985 Super Bowl Bears. Had a guy named the fridge. The fridge. So she's the icebox. But this Boom. this was made in 1994. Yeah, not too not too much. Nine years. Are you trying to smash your fists in front of the mic? That sound is my fist smashing. <laughs> Don't punch the mic, Eric. I didn't touch it. Um. Okay. So you were saying you were running plays in your backyard and and yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's a good I, movie. I did remember like a lot of this movie, just That's for true. just having seen it. I want to say nine thousand times when I was a kid. What what part of the movie is 
the memorable part to you? Like, there's one bit that you're always just like, what's that movie that has that thing in it? And I know my memorable part. I know mine. Go ahead. It's the scene in the grocery store where the cool kid's throwing toilet paper into the trolley. And the black kid's like, hey, I can catch. Nice arm, bro. I know, yeah. and he's throwing it like, what, 10, 10 feet, maybe? <laughs> they are children, Eric. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Um, I would say mine is when John Madden gets off of the bus yeah. and Epic. all of the players f- that are going to the Hall of Fame <laughs> are that on the bus. My favorite joke watching it today was when John Madden gets off the bus and is trying to describe how he got lost. And he's drawing <laughs> on the map. And With like a it. Sharpie, <laughs> like, like permanently damaging the map. Exactly how he narrates and commentates on football plays. Go left on I ninety five, up on there, there. Now I cut across here, and I'm lost, and I need to get here, and I need to hit it, I need to hit it hard. <laughs> so like, as a kid, did not get that joke. Right over your head, completely mm. over my head. Yeah. But now, mainly I know that from playing Madden football, because mm-hmm. I would ask Madden all the time. Less being in the huddle with John Madden. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So that was uh, those, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was yep. that was my favorite. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, for me, the bit that I always remember is Rick Moranis pulling up alongside Al Bundy <laughs> in his go kart, mm. and then that had the race off and reckless endangerment in front of the train. You said Al Bundy. Oh yeah, because Ed O'Neill is Al Bundy. Are you just entertain? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's interchangeable. Um, and I think Ed accepts that. Um. <laughs> Like he's he's because he's not typecast as Al, but he is <coughs> mm. Al. It is Al. Al is it. I do. I do have a sub remember memorable point. Yes. Because a bit going off of what you said, what I always remembered about that movie, like watching it as a kid, was how freaking jealous I was that I didn't have that go kart. Yeah, that, like, I think that's, that that that's scene part where she's like chasing the bullies in the go kart. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted something that cool see and there's that the the disappointment is living in auckland uh when i did as a child and now um <laughs> you can't get have those go-karts because mm. the bourbon streets in auckland it'll just be like hey get your go-kart off the road you are not living this is not osh compliant you do not live in the suburban paradise of urbania <laughs> yeah urbania where the <laughs> adults where the adults all grew up together yeah. Yet don't know each other. Oh, let's 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 continue along. Everyone this line. just moved to this town, though. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you what happened. Everyone like went and had a life and decided, hey, I'm gonna go back to my hometown and just cruise it out. Like every well, single person, because okay. it's 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 just thir- never left their town. It's thirty years after since they were kids. Yeah. Just while while having mentioned that, I think that's probably the longest period of time we have had in our movies mm. in terms of flashback. time skip. Yeah, time skip slash flashback. Technically not a flashback cuz it mm. started the movie there. How old was Bombay? Oh, probably late 20s. So not the latest. Probably yeah, yeah I'd go early. Moran- I think Moranis was playing like mid late 30s. Yeah, but 30 years is a long time to it have is. the foresight to film <laughs> to film your main actors as kids well yeah, okay exactly. yeah see this is the exactly. thing this is what i wanted to also mention thanks for reminding me the kid that plays 
Danny O'Shea. No, Kevin uh, O'Shea. That's the trick. They want you to think it's a character. It's not. It's actually it is, Ed O'Neill. It is. Um, he is so good. And that, that makes me believe that it is Ed O'Neill. Well, it is. I mean, like, I, And I didn't bother to look at the credits to find out if it wasn't. We've, so. we've seen Boyhood, so we know, yeah, how, yeah, we know how it's it done. Can, it can be done. We, yeah. No, I mean, we, we know how it's done. I have checked the credits. It says Kevin O'Shea, Ed O'Neill. Well, there you go. It and then it no says old Kevin and O'Shea, then it says, no young Kevin O'Shea. Oh, it doesn't say young Kevin O'Shea. No. Oh, geez. So one and the same. So yeah, it's the same guy. 30 years later. That's a long commitment although, for a kid's movie. Although young Rick Moranis, I'm um, glad he got rid of the horn-rimmed mm. uh, feminine the guy, The guy who looked like he was from the Sandlot. Mm, yeah. You remember that guy? Yeah. Squish. Squits. Squints. 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 Because he wore glasses. Because he wore glasses. Just such a great nickname. And he kissed Wendy Peppercorn. Peppercorn. Mm. But let's Peppercorn. not get into Sandlot because that's my favorite movie of but all time. So, so there's a 30-year time skip. So they're what? 8 and 10 maybe in mm. the yeah. start? Yeah. So 40, 38. So that 30 years, you're suggesting that a, lo- a lot of the adults would have left and returned. Or that they just never left. Or that they never left. And I'm pretty sure they just never left. Except but Kevin. Kevin left to go do football. Yeah, but he had like an illustrious career in high school, college. He had a co- well, unless they have a college there. But see, um, and and Rick Moranis clearly has been living there for a while mm-hmm. because his daughter knows everybody and everyone knows her. <coughs> excuse me. Now the thing, the person that I'm most suspicious of, and mm-hmm. how long they've been living there, yeah, is Junior. Yeah. Because his mum and Rick Moranis clearly have not seen each other in for 30 years. So they didn't go to high school together. Now, the f- father who is mentioned yeah, isn't, isn't you can, in the You picture. could beat up my dad is what he said. It's and then not, I was like, wait a minute. The dad's not there. And then she makes out with Rick Moranis at the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that was um, But so clearly she must have just returned, but it's not mentioned. Yeah, I, th- I want to suggest that it's implied they're new to town. Yeah, because there's this new kid on the block. And, and that's he, why he isn't yeah. in the good football team, otherwise he would have been. See, my my thing for why Junior wouldn't have been in the good football team is because he's clearly f- like five years older than the other kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, the reason he's so good... Hey, even the 12-year-olds like, think he's hot. Yeah. That, that's yeah. an actual that's quote an actual, from the movie. Yeah, and so is that <laughs> saying... Is that saying the 12-year-olds think this older guy is hot or are they saying... That he's the tw- supposed to be playing like an 11 11 or 10? <laughs> but he's clearly 15. Yeah, like actually. And so he's got... An, he can like... Well, so is Spike. Yeah, yeah. He's playing yeah. like a 23-year-old. Yeah. It's just like you're not pulling this off, guys. <laughs> now, this is a, this is as mixed age as possible, and you're 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 going to have a huge uh, skill skew. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I think it was really interesting how the young Kevin O'Shea was like, "Hey, Danny," or was his name Danny? Yes. Yeah. He said, "Hey, Danny, see that up there? We're gonna own this town. Our names are gonna be on that." Yeah, but but he also. Like, <laughs> He also says that in public. Yeah. Like he just, he's about to start a game and then he's just like, oh, my brother feels stink. Here's this really outlandish statement. <laughs> you're going to feel great about it. And you're like, oh, oh, who says that? And he goes, he goes from like tearing his brother down mm. just then because to the scene prior, he was like, you're not good enough. And you know, what if I'm better? And you know, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he's like tearing his brother down and his brother obviously feels horrible. 
And then he goes to being like, hey, you and me, we're going to own this town. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? <laughs> but, but he also says he's talking to the girl. Mm-hmm. So I reckon he just, the, guy, the brother, like, and this is my thing is, they set the brother up to not be that big of a dick. Like, he's not that much of an antagonist. Like, he's actually mm. a kind of a good dude, mm. which makes it hard to root against him. He's just got blinders on. Right? He's, just, he's just focused. Like, yeah. and technically, he's right. Like, if you want to win, you pick the best players. That was Corbin's point. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, he's uplifting. He sees his brothers talking to the girl that likes him, so he just says the most uplifting thing he can possibly think of <laughs> right at that point to give him a boost. What and a great guy. It's what a great guy. Oh, I've just realized this. I didn't connect that Danny talking to the girl turned out to be... Really? Kevin's wife. No. No, 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 This was Junior's mom. The one that... Which part of the, the movie are we talking about? Okay, the very okay, start. The, the, the very beginning where he is a kid. Junior's mom. Is that not is, the girl that Kevin junior's, ends up marrying? It's Junior's mom. It's Junior's mom. <sighs> the one that we've just discerned you immedi- the town immediately after that scene. Yep. You think, <laughs> actually, be based on the chronological events of the movie, you think it's Kevin's wife because she's also blonde. That's true. But that's not who it is. Uh, now, fun fact. Um, well, not fun fact. So the woman that plays Kevin's wife, yes. recently deceased. Oh, oh, bummer. In memoriam. In memoriam. I did not know that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, carry on. I want to talk about the gender issues All right. that are raised by this movie. Let's bring it up. Let's, I'm going to be brutally <sighs> honest here. Hold on, just get my gender neutral face on. Yeah, uh, trigger warnings. Whoa. Will, the Give trigger, a warning before you whip the thing out. This is a, uh, for anyone sensitive to these issues, this is my trigger warning. We will be talking about gender issues. They're my favorite. And uh, differences between men and women, especially in sports. And their roles in the home. Um, so this well, so this movie already has really heavy topic about child abandonment and parental negligence. Yep, and bullying. And so so now we're bringing up that it also has this other gender identity. Yes, Corbin, let's unpack this theme. Let's unpack this. First of all, Icebox, super cute, had a magical crush on her. Did you? <laughs> you should look yes. up her movies. That are more recent. Not that I have, just that I know that <laughs> they <laughs> I just know they exist. Well, I have my phone right in front of me. Corbin, no, you can't do this because you're making a point right now. Let me do it. Well, I think it was quite a progressive movie as far as basically the heart biggest issue of our main protagonist, Icebox, is that she should have been on the better team, but wasn't picked to be on that team because she is a girl. That's correct. Right. And that and what's interesting is while I say that uh, Kevin O'Shea is hard to root against, that is the instance, or that is the argument for why he is the bad guy, quote, mm. quotation marks floating around the microphone. And he, he pulled no punches when his wife is confronting him at their epic dining table. Oh, um, he's, he's and she's like, women can discover uranium, win Nobel Prizes, be senators, but they can't play football. That's says, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then gets this idea that they should be involved as cheerleaders. But the thing is, again, he's right. Like, there should have been a separate girls team. Like, just how in any organizing, in organized sports thing with Pee Wee mm. and stuff, there are girls teams and boys teams. 
Eric's showing me a picture. That's her. From what movie? That's also her. You say he he. <laughs> now what was that face? <laughs> she has not been in very many films, and most of them are horrible. <coughs> anyway. Um, what was I saying? I've been distracted now. Yep. Yeah. So she's a girl. Yep. Trying to play on a boys' team. Really, there should be a girls' team. Yes, though at that age. Because isn't there some well, girl at that now, age like of roughly eight the... to sixteen, as the kids are? But how are you going to tackle the cute guy you like? <laughs> that is true. Oh, sorry, I'll rephrase that. How are you going to be tackled by the cute girl who likes you? <laughs> <laughs> nice save. Yeah. But see, the interesting thing about it is, is that all the kids respect her. It is because she's physically the best. And everyone's intimidated by her. It wouldn't like if she couldn't tackle Spike, and if she wasn't able to actually match the guys in the physical battle of the field, mm. it wouldn't have been an issue. Be like, yeah, you're sorry, you're a bit weak, and you cry. But, but she's but not. She's tough. She's the icebox. Mm. But what's interesting is how quickly she can fall into becoming a cheerleader. That's because she'd like, like to die. She, yeah, but she didn't need to even audition for that. She was just like, I'm she had literally now. one day. She's like, yeah, that's it. She's actually that day of the the day of the game. She just showed up in pom poms and was like, and hey, you're, I'm you're on the cheerleading squad. Just she's natural. And uh, everyone's like, okay, fine. I think that is all they you need to do to be a cheerleader. Just wave pom poms. Just the uniform is the most important part of it. That's I thought it was ridiculous as well. How quick. These teams, like it was two, two weeks, weeks. <laughs> just two weeks. Actually, to be, like, to be fair, hey. it could have been three because he says in two Saturdays from now. Yeah. So assuming it was <coughs> Saturday, no, <laughs> no, no. The reason why it's so unbelievable, and I know we're diverting away from the gender politics uh, topic. No, we, oh, could, we kind of bad. exhausted it. Um, she was good, uh, but they really should have had separate gender leagues. And Kevin O'Shea was right. It's empowering. It's, I, f- I felt empowered as a as a woman. Yep. After watching it. Um anyway, that two weeks, yes to organise the teams, which is fine because it's like a eh, first game of the season. Really you don't need to train for that sort of thing. Um but two weeks to organise uh the banners, the team shirts, the <laughs> crowd to show up and everyone to know about it. Yeah. Harry Shearer to show up to do the commentary. <laughs> um He's expensive, man. He, he's like that's that's Ned Flanders doing the commentary there. That's Simpsons, right? Um, there. The marching band to practice. The marching band. To, the marching band. That that's a big point. Mm. Like when it cuts to game day and there's a marching band. Like what? What does this town do? <laughs> <laughs> this this town's not like hey, we've got some <laughs> other thing to worry about. Everybody in this town is just like oh, this is not going to work. Let's just go watch these kids play. I. I guess it makes sense because none of them have parents. So <laughs> everybody else in the town's like, let's rally around these kids that are abandoned to, to watch them play football. Um, the orphan team. Yeah. But imagine being part of that band. Like, hey, we're going to go play band at a peewee tournament. Oh, not even a tournament. It's an exhibition game. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're it's gonna- just a playoff that some old guys were just like, hey, you should have a playoff. Yeah, these old guys who clearly get their kicks <laughs> from <laughs> setting children against each other. 
fighting them again and then and then and then even the coaches they they put the coaches yeah. against each other by calling them simultaneously and telling them about a tip like i'm like my guess is one of those old guys at least has to be their dad <laughs> the o'Shea dad like they probably don't know who their dad is. <laughs> <laughs> coming, coming from what is it urbanville <laughs> urbania urbania yeah where parents don't really hang around that long <laughs> Although, to be fair to Kevin O'Shea, he kept his family together. That's true. With hard work and discipline. And tackling pillows out windows. And sexism. What was she thinking And she almost murdering your wife. <laughs> yeah, like, honestly. Like, if she had not he moved. He sprinted. And who, 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 who carries out football drills in their living room? And in their second story. In the second story of their house. <laughs> Also, yeah. it's an above-ground pool. Oh, what oh, a redneck. What a, <laughs> a redneck. <laughs> it's an above-ground pool. I feel like rednecks. I feel like, like he could have, holes. you know, shelled out. But it's interesting. Is, pool. Like, when you look at how he dives out that window, <laughs> yeah, he there, there is no way that he could have got his body in the mm-hmm. right position exactly. to land on the tree the way he did. Unless himself. he flipped really qu- quickly. It seems like he might have flipped, d- yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's... It just didn't seem very realistic to me. Cut to maybe 15 minutes later, maybe not even. Um, He's icing himself, and they're all laughing hysterically at the video that they just filmed of him flying out the window, and no one's worried about like all the glass everywhere and yeah. like the broken window and the fact that he really but probably could have killed himself. He played pro football, so <laughs> he's got money. Ah, did he ever play pro football? Mm, this is him trying to relive the glory days. Um, my my football. understanding is that he did. No, the, oh, because of the Heisman. Wait, can you get the Heisman? In is that a college thing? Eric, you search that up. I just I'm I'm gonna have to come back to this. No, because it is one of the questions on the message board. Um, believe it or not, this movie has a message board on IMDb. This question was posted three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) Just for us. Did Kevin ever make it to the NFL? Do they mention or reference why he was such a great college player, but not in the NFL? Okay, this is it. The Heisman Memorial Trophy Award, usually known colloquially as the Heisman Trophy or the Heisman, is awarded annually to the most outstanding player in college football in the United States for whose purpose or sorry, for whose performance best exhibits the pursuit of excellence with integrity. How did Kevin O'Shea get this? <laughs> He's apparently a phenomenal player. But so, yeah. <coughs> okay. We don't know. Prof- I'm going to actually reply to this guy. Reply. So he... No, well, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. no. So because he's, he's, it says he got a collegiate, collegiate award or some... Or he won... He won he won a, uh, I don't know, whatever the trophy to, is for college. And he got the Christian Heisman trophy. Answered. But then... That's where it stops. Yeah. Well, the next. Please go. There, there is ample argument that he didn't play in the NFL. I suppose. Uh, when you go to we address um, this question in our podcast review of Little Giants, <laughs> we can't. When you go to uh, <laughs> the scene where we meet Spike's dad, mom yeah. not in the picture. Yeah, mom um, is definitely not there. But I think so, this one we understand. So, so we meet Spike's dad. Spike's dad knows Kevin O'Shea 
but doesn't know what he looks like. Mm, he knows the legend of Kevin O'Shea. He knows the legend of Kevin O'Shea and he knows the plays and he knows the stance mm. and he knows all that stuff. He just doesn't know the face. Well, the Heisman, that's that's like... And so... Everyone, everyone knows the Heisman. But um, in America, like every... Like you just you just do it. See... I'm doing it right now, but you can't see it, but it's, it's just... So, it's just, but the fact that he didn't know what Kevin O'Shea would look like at that time mm. leads me to believe that he hasn't been in the public eye for many years. And when you think no. about it, if he's only 38, 40 this time, he would have only stopped playing in the last five years, maybe. And so he, yeah. And when he's talking to the kids right before he selects them on his team, mm. and he's talking about all those accolades, he said, he, I think he mentioned more than a couple of times, I'm coming back to this town. Oh, oh shoot. <laughs> I got the first mic touch. Sorry about that. He's coming back. So he's, he's coming back. Just... He's bringing something back to the town is, is kind of the idea. So, it, yeah, it does almost so seem he like... So he just got back. Well, is everyone just getting back to this town? Yeah. It seems like Rick is the one who's stayed the most. Rick Marinus. And that's why the wife left when she picked another team. Because he was a loser? Wow. And because he worked at a gas station? See, the interesting and because thing... because he couldn't raise a child. The th- interesting thing about Rick Marinus' character in this is that despite the loser vibe that they try to give you. Mm-hmm. He's actually just a really confident person. Yeah. Mm. Like he great. should be distraught. His wife left for another team. <laughs> like you, that uh, scene, the, honestly, the recovery <laughs> time for that would be longer than 10 years, which is the age of his daughter. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it's reasonably recent. Like he's not cut up at all. He's got his go-kart. He's like, let's go. Let's go make a team. Hey, you older brother that's clearly stronger than me, you should you change your decisions. Like, he's bold and he's confident and he flirts his way with the old... You know? He's not a loser. I think the scene that honestly should have really cut him up was <laughs> when he was trying to communicate with his daughter. And... <laughs> Like, honestly, I was watching this. And I was just like, how is he not, like, crying right now? Because mm. his daughter is like, or no, uh, Rick Marinus is like, mom left. She quit. She picked another team. And then and then this, the daughter is like, she just picked another team. Which just basically is saying, you weren't good enough. Yeah. She picked someone better than you. See, and how does that not, like, tear a person apart? And like on the spot, just be like, "Oh, from your own, yeah, daughter." He doesn't even he doesn't even take that on board. He's no. just like, "What? You Water. wanted to start a team? You can't ditch the team that you want to start." Just That's completely ignores thing. what she said. And then he's like, "What's what's this cheerleading outfit?" And uh, and then, and then he connects looks, with him. Then he just looks up the stairs. And he's like, oh. "I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's up with this? <laughs> this this girl's crazy." <laughs> You know, mm. that's, that's the no. face. That's the Rick Moranis face I got. I like that they gave Kevin O'Shea some humanity when he was trying to help out his niece. Yeah. That was cool. Mm. Yeah, the, the, like these days, if you tried to do that scene, it would be creepy. Like you, the uncle comes in. Like, do you think I'm pretty? No. And the way he says it as well. It's like, no. No. I think you're beautiful. Aviators. <laughs> 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 Like you, like you could not do that scene these no, days. No, uh, yeah, you probably could, but 
Like, it's just the delivery. It's just a mm. little bit seedy from the old Al Bundy. Uh, <laughs> I expect all things from Al CD to be Al CD, Al Bundy to be CD. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of the O'Neill appeal. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, the, just rhymes everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so this brings us to uh, review time. Oh man, Eric, who is uh, review brought to you by Roger Ebert? Ebert. 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 That was a weird noise. Critic reviews from Roger Ebert. Do do we do a preliminary guess to what Roger Ebert would have thumbs up or thumbs down? So Mighty Ducks was like what a two or something. Hated heavyweights. Oh, Oh. hated Mighty Ducks. Small Soldiers was like also a two because he thought it was like. Hey, you know, people think this is okay because it's toys, you know, fighting each yeah. other. But I think deep down, this is perpetuating violence. He, he does it out of five or out of ten? Five. It's hard to tell. Five. Because we've never seen a movie with more than five stars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, you get need... six stars, you know it's out of ten. Have yeah, you found yeah. it? Yes. What's he say? One star. Oh. oh, man. Just yesterday, I was cleaning out the office and I threw away a paperback by Sid Field the famous Hollywood screenplay coach. Field is the man who is largely responsible for that strange feeling you may have had lately, that every movie seems to be about the same. The characters, locations, and gimmicks may change, but the story structure is right out of the book. Field teaches screenwriting workshops. The workshops don't seem to be able to teach you how to write like yourself, but they sure are able to teach you how to write like everyone else. Burn! At a time when Hollywood is bashful about originality... Yeah, at a time when Hollywood is bashful about originality... It's a real career asset to be able to write clone screenplays. Plays? Plays. Yep. Look at Little Giants, written by Yada Yada Yada. What do you mean? <laughs> I love Yada Yada Yada, don't you? Though? He's a great writer. Oh, the fair. What do you mean it's one of the stupidest movies you've seen? It got sold, didn't it? And it got made, didn't it? So that makes it, that makes it a success, doesn't it? It's mind-boggling to reflect that the screenplay actually involved work by four writers. <laughs> it's such a small achievement. Their division of labor, labor must have resembled splitting the atom. <laughs> I don't have any idea if Ferguson, Shalcroft, Swerdlow, and Goldberg have ever attended one of Field's workshops. Maybe they didn't need to. Oh, man. Working in two platoons, they have skillfully removed all vestiges of originality from the story and turned, into, and turned in a perfectly honed retread of every other movie about how a team of losers wins the big game. Oops, I gave away the ending. <laughs> he does not care at all. The plot stars Ed O'Neill and Rick Moranis as two brothers in the small town of Urbania, Ohio. O'Neill is a football hero and Heisman Trophy winner. Moranis is a nerd who runs a gas station. His daughter Becky is one of the best football players in town. But when O'Neill chooses a team for the Pop Warner League, he doesn't choose Becky because she's a girl. He also doesn't choose the fat kid, the skinny kid, or the kid who drops every pass. All people that we've already talked about. Moranis thinks it's unfair, so he decides to coach his own team, the Little Giants. At first, they are utterly incompetent. Then John Madden and a bunch of pro stars, Emmett Smith, Bruce Smith, Tim Brown, and Steve Edman, turn up in town after their bus gets lost, and they give the kids some quick lessons, turning them into only severely incompetent players. Little kids may like this movie, but if they've never seen one like it before, slightly older kids with good memories will notice that it's not even the first movie this year where a character passes gas to knock out the other team. 
even older viewers are likely to bitterly resent the fate that drew them into the theater. So basically, he didn't like it. Not a fan. <clears throat> well, and like the thing is, I don't disagree with those points, but I kind of just don't care. Yeah. Because there's a certain nostalgic element now. Absolutely. I just do like that he mentions that in this day and age of uh, originality in Hollywood, like like the avoidance of originality in Hollywood, as if it was a day and age. <laughs> it's still gone. <laughs> this is, what, 20 plus years ago now? <laughs> what I've been noticing about the movies that we've been doing is that... or Critics so, uh, hate uh, them. A thought. (laughs) 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 Definitely. But it's a, it's a thought that I've been having where if I didn't have the nostalgia connected to it and I watched it for the first time, would I be able to make it through the entire movie? Yeah. Would it just be so bad? Yeah. That I would just be like, I don't even care about these characters. I don't even care about the ending. I just don't care at all. See, the thing about little giants is, um, I can watch it because it's harmless and it's easy and it's simple. Yeah. But it won't be one that I'll show my kids. <laughs> like, it's not on the list of must-watch nostalgia movies, mm. you but know? But how will you get... How will you traverse the tricky chasm of Frenching? See, the the thing... You have to practice. You, yeah. You've got to... You, if, you, if you want a job... If you want... <laughs> You yes, gotta know I how to kiss. That. Yeah, I think that was one of the. You don't need to kiss to have kids, but you won't have a job. Like I feel like I feel what? like I feel like one of one or two of the writers of that squad put all their effort into that scene because that scene is so good. It's it's a so great. Scene. Like it is so well written <laughs> with that fifteen year old kind of awkwardly trying to hit on the ten year old. It's just, it's <laughs> and so, with the 15 year old coming up behind her and just like who is it and yeah then, you can beat up my dad who's not around yeah like uh, listen, i'm not saying i'm not saying that you you can't uh, like i'm asking you can you beat up my dad he's yeah. never around <laughs> i need someone to beat him up for me because he beats me up <laughs> oh Whoa. um i thought it was good that they never kissed yeah. yeah, especially awkward because their parents kiss, and if they become like stepbrother and sister, that's weird. Oh, I didn't even think about that because it's they, all I thought about. Because they definitely they definitely kissed, and so like, <laughs> oh, the parents. The parents. Down. Nothing wrong with stepbrother stepsister relationships. Mm. Well, it depends when they start. I'd argue. <laughs> I'd argue. I'd argue. I think we're about to enter a creepy territory. Yeah. Um, it's just another one of the deep issues that Little Giants carries. Um, the one takeaway that I have taken my entire life. Away. Away. Yeah. Take my life away. <laughs> that was sad. <laughs> Wait, from this, are you talking about the, from you're taken away scene. from the movie? Oh, from the well, scene, yeah. from, that, from that scene is... Um, you get, I was singing Take My Breath Away. I, I realized that. But yeah. what you said. <laughs> Feed the bird, Corbin. Um... That was an inside joke, sorry. Um, yeah, also, so no one knew what happened, so don't try and talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. Anyway. Okay, continue. Um, so in that scene, they're describing like the the act of Frenching, and it's like the kid is just like, so my older sister, his friend, told tongue? me that they use their tongues. <laughs> and they're describing <laughs> Frenching in these like amazing Spit analogies. Spit swabbers and tonsil hockey. Yeah. And I've always, like, I have always used 
Can you not, Corbin? It's like the one time the sound is relevant. It doesn't sound... Please stop. See, the interesting thing about it is... Get, it, get on this. Is that it, it, it almost feels like it was written by kids, that bit. Mm, yeah, exactly. They like took talk to their kids and they're like, hey, did you have... Some people kiss with their tongues just to see the kids' reaction. They're like, oh, yeah, and, and the whole swapping, tons of hockey. And the whole time they're just like, except for the girl, she's a little king. The guy's just like, Ugh, no way, gross. Being tough, and the then it's like, absolute time. If I was forced, if I absolutely had to, I would do it with. And then she starts naming all the cheerleaders. And not you, yeah, yeah. not point. you. No, no, oh, she, she does, it's like, Tibby. <laughs> Well, you can't just put me on the spot like that. Like, I'm not going to say, ooh, no, not Debbie, because well, that's stink to Debbie. Mm. So I'll just be like, yeah, nothing wrong with Debbie. <laughs> it's like, look, I'm 15. I don't, uh, 15, I don't think about girls yet. He's playing a 12-year-old. An 11-year-old, because all 12-year-olds are keen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? And that's Is it more impressive if 12-year-olds think a younger person's hot or if 12-year-olds yeah. think... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's I think that might have been the point, because it, it would have been weird if it was like, even all the 12-year-olds think that 15-year-olds huh? <laughs> It's like, of course they do. He <laughs> <laughs> looks like Nick Carter with the Backstreet Boys. But exa- <laughs> oh, the whole time I was watching that movie. <laughs> so, okay, now, Devin, Devin Sawa is his name. Okay. And he was in uh, Final Destination. Oh um, yeah, he was. And he was in a couple of other things. Like he was a he was on his way to being a big thing. Yeah. And then he just he vanished. He was he was part of that. I don't know. He was going to be big, and then just never was. He was in Final Destination. He was in Slackers. Yep. Look who's reading the internet now. Yeah. <laughs> Great. And pretty much nothing else. Yeah, exactly. Nikita, maybe, but yeah. Um, and he just he vanished. But he was him and uh the guy that plays is it is it Boggs, the the kid Coach Butts. (coughs) Um. So I just wanted to say Coach Butts. Is is, oh no (laughs) is I think his name's Todd Bugsley or Bogsley. Um. Oh my gosh! This is Spike. Um, who plays the kid with the nose bubble and the hypochondriacal yeah, mouth? He's mom. in um, Little Rascals. Too, he's in Little. He? No, he's not in Little Rascals. Okay, he. But he's in Jack, and he's in. He hasn't changed at all. Like he was, he was in <laughs> a whole bunch of. Looks like Dewey from Wild Thornberries. <laughs> he was, he was, he was in a whole bunch of things <clears throat> around the same time. Mm. So there was this. There was Jack. There was Lloyd, Treehouse. Lloyd Carly. He played the same character in all of them, but again, House. he was gonna be this thing that mm. just never took off, like a Kevin McAllister type uh, <laughs> character in all these movies. But then it just fizzled. Yeah, we've found that a lot with our movies that we've watched. Is there are these kid actors who seem to, in two years, do like four movies? Yeah, yeah, and then they just just disappear. They it's sad. Used up all their talent, and sad. this is Rick Moranis, like Jack Conway. Yes. Wait, what? Huh? Jack Conway from Heavyweights? He's in a ton of stuff. He was in Dawson's Creek. Oh. That was yeah. massive. Um, Isn't Jack Conway from Muddy Ducks? <coughs> yes. That, that was his character. Yes. 
Yeah. Was he in Heavyweights? No. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Um, the Rick Moranis, mm-hmm. yes. after Little Giants, Flipper. Only, only did one more live-action movie. Flipper. No. That was Robin Williams. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, oh, he, he did, did so much. He, he did, did Ghostbusters. His, he did his Honey, last, I Shrunk the Kids, Spaceballs. His last Strange feature Brew. film was Bully, I think it was, with Tom Arnold. Um, uh, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Which is a video movie. Oh, was it? So not a feature release. And that's, went straight that's to it. DVD. He did Brother Bear and a whole lot of voice mm. roles. But he never... You feel act- like he sees this movie as the peak of his career. Well, it's, it's that silly. He did two movies essentially the same. Oh, the Flintstones. Because Bully is about him meeting his old high school bully. Mm. It's Big as Bully. As adults. Yeah. Big Bully. Tom Arnold. And it's a very similar in tone to Little Giants, although pitched slightly older. And then his career was... That was it. Rick Moranis is still alive, but just doesn't do anything anymore. And it's kind of a now. bit sad. Mm. I miss Rick. Yeah, R- I do too. Uh, Rick Moranis. Moranis, yeah. Moranis. This, um, this movie does have quite a bit of a cult following. It appears. <laughs> does um, it? There are message boards. First of all, um, there's a um, place where you can enter your own continuity or errors in the movie. That's hilarious. <laughs> what? Uh, there's quite a few of them. <laughs> It appears the <laughs> editors weren't too concerned with continuity. One big writers. one is it appears that uh, we talked about this, uh, the scene where Kevin tackles wife or tackles wife out through window. Mm-hmm. When they're watching the replay, there's camera footage from outside the window. But the girl was just in the room. Oh, was there? Yeah. <laughs> the replay they show... On the TV. As him going through the window. It's the film. It's the actual <laughs> movie itself. <laughs> uh, so a whole bunch of other continuity errors. But if we go to the message boards, I mean, it's, you know, there was one from June 2nd, 2015. Spike has a YouTube channel now. Uh, this one's great from April 2013. Great docudrama. I was unaware of the origins of the Giants and Cowboys until this documentary came out. I was stunned to see how far back their rivalry goes. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the creative liberties taken to give the movie more character. A must-watch for NFL fans, especially NFL East. With sorry, especially fans of the NFC East. Wow! So I think that that's person gets it. Yeah, that's a joke. Um, I think it was also a continuity error that he had Heisman on his license plate because that is clearly using too many letters. On a license plate. So. Uh, yes. There I noticed know. that too. <laughs> Ridiculous. Anyone else pissed off the Cowboys lost? You think anyone cared Einstein couldn't catch a football? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good quote. Uh, but the best one I, wanna f- I wanted to mention was positions of the players. Does anyone know all the football positions of the characters in the film? These are the only ones I can come up with. It's quite a long list, and someone has spent time doing this. Little Giants. Becky, defensive, inside linebacker. Offensive, tight end, quarterback. Junior Floyd, defensive, outside linebacker. Offensive, quarterback. Marcus, defensive, nose tackle. Offensive, offense, center, special team, kicker. Randy Zoltek, defensive, defensive end. Offensive, offensive tackle. Tad Simpson, defense, free safety, offense, fullback. Hannon, defense, cornerback, offense, wide receiver. 
Cowboys, Spike, Hammersmith, defense, inside linebacker, offense, running back. Briggs, defense, question mark, offense, quarterbacker. Sean Murphy, defense, inside linebacker, offense, fullback. Then every other player with question marks saying, anyone know the positions and names of the other players on the Cowboys? What the heck? I couldn't actually make it through you doing that, <laughs> let alone that person doing that. I'm gonna That's make, point, that is the most pointless use of energy. I'm going to reply to this person as well. No. To have your question answered in depth, please see. <laughs> please listen to our podcast where we go through the team, players, their names, and their positions. And their history. Well, the thing is, that's interesting. It's that, really that reminds the me. opposite of interesting. <laughs> the There's one kid that really they could have cut entirely from the movie. And that's the playmaking kid. Mm. He doesn't actually add anything. He adds False. the trick play at the end, the annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah, but wouldn't that have been better if it had come from Rick Moranis? No. Or even Icebox? Or, or one of the kids... Like, you have a kid on the <coughs> field who's not that confident because... Mm. I don't know if you feel like probably, it should have been Johnny's Probably, probably his parents negligent. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Who's, who's not that smart. Like the Cowboy Western kid. He could have been played up for last of being an idiot. But you need the nerd to be included. Everyone is included. No, but Everyone yeah. deserves to play football because football isn't about being good. It's about being Emmett Smith running down the, the field. Or the I'm trying to do that. Good. I'm no, trying to do the, the, the thing that is, he did at halftime. But, um, and, and that would be fine if the playmaking kid came to the team and said, hey, I want to be part of the team. But that's not what happened. He was poached to make the plays. Like this kid that clearly has no football experience, like he is playing mm, But he's chess. smart because he's playing chess, so he can yeah. make plays. I'll tell you what. Also, he noticed the spies. And he told Rick Moranis, who then called state troopers on his brother for being pedophiles. That, yeah, that would not flow well. That, I, I was watching that with Corbin, that, and I was like, I cannot believe he did that. I would never forgive that, my brother for doing that. That scene, <laughs> coupled with the, I think you're beautiful, like combined, oh. it's a damning... Uh, it was the 90s, you could do what you want. Yeah. yeah, you could get arrested for spying on kids in a field and then be released. Also, also the assistant coach of the Cowboys... Coach Butts. <laughs> he was a total when he goes <laughs> when he goes to the car wash not only can he sue for the damage to his car but what he says at that car wash about essentially wanting to kill the kids yeah that's what he I said it's just like what is going on like how is that not in the censorship what guide? was it what was it if if i were if i were a mother hen i'd lead those chicks to water and let them drown <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is, he says that, and no one really bats an eye. Like Rick Moranis is like, "Ha, huh, okay, time for your wash." Yeah, time to but get really, you soaking wet. Like, if this was any other town where the rate of parental negligence wasn't so high, people would be like, "That's such an outrageous thing to say," which leads me to believe <laughs> that the parents in this town are really that bad. And that's like, why football is so necessary. Yeah. By the way, this town is not a real town. Urbania is Urbana, Ohio. Oh, I know. I know. It disappoints me so much. I'm sorry. I would have loved to know You'd that love there was a real town named Urbania. But if you go to Urbana, Which, it might be the actual film is location. Urbana, the home of the O'Shea Brothers? No, it's uh, Milford, Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> it's the home of the O'Shea Brothers? 
I, I believe so. If I think I read that, but I'm not going to spend any more. So there's vicious characters. How do they have a hometown that's <laughs> theoretically different than their hometown in the movie? If I was Urbana, Ohio, I would put up an O'Shea water tower. Yeah. Would you? Yep. In a heartbeat. I would run for the mayor of that town on that campaign that I will build a water tower <laughs> for the O'Shea brothers. And then when people say, but we've never had O'Shea brothers here, I would bring in a family with O'Shea as a surname and brothers. You'd probably just need the children. Oh, <laughs> maybe the, okay, maybe I have it wrong. Because it seems that there's a Facebook page that says Urbania, Ohio, home of the O'Shea brothers. And then it says Milford, Connecticut. So that might be the film location. Uh, They could have just had the map wrong. No, 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 no. From what that suggests, Milford, Connecticut is where they filmed. Which I want to check IMDb and see if it was filmed in Milford. But that... Corbin is taking three people like this. Two people have been here. (laughs) Can I please have my phone back? That must be the most, the minimal amount of a group is a group group is two is, is what you're, I think trying to say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, what we've established from this movie is that there's gross parental negligence. Yeah, that seems to be the issue you have preferred to dwell on. There's this was filmed all in California. There anyway. are there are gender and <coughs> race things at play. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is old Massive. men, old men <laughs> that are very malicious uh, and mm-hmm. want to see kids destroy each other. <coughs> there is an assistant coach that wants to kill children. Coach Butts. There uh, is. Do you think someone giggled when they named him? Absolutely. Coach Butts. (laughs) (laughs) See more butts? No. Good riff. (laughs) Um, No one's seen more butts than you, Uncle Tony. (laughs) The other scene of interest is the introduction to Junior scene in the supermarket that we've touched on already. Yes. Now, Icebox is warfare in that supermarket thieving e- eating the donuts like she is just <laughs> she is thieving but she, have you never done this you, no, I you have a eat, theory on you this. eat while you're in the supermarket you go to the thing and they scan it and then you just toss it in the garbage i've done this before oh, i do it all the time rations yeah. while i sh- yeah, while i shop see we used to, mainly to take the hunger away we used to do that but she clearly doesn't because <laughs> at by the end of the scene She's made such a mess of the supermarket. She will not be thinking about those. Donuts. I can guarantee she's you, she's thinking about. She did not pay for those donuts afterwards that she was binge eating on. I think it's unfortunate as well that her first impression with Junior, she did not look like a girl. Well, uh, she was well, pulling off her tomboy thing very well, like in that in that shut scene. Shut up! It was cute. Yeah, <laughs> some people find that adorable. <laughs> Um, I spoke doesn't like girls. Uh, Spike talks himse- about himself in the third person the whole time. <laughs> How do I train my child to do that? Uh, it's pretty easy. Just ref- refrain from teaching them in different first articles. person. You massage, you massage his hamstrings with uh, goat's milk <laughs> or whatever he used. <laughs> um, what was it? Begging <laughs> So okay, can and you so teach your future child to talk about themselves and only the third person? Oh, I can give it a go. <coughs> Thank you. Um, 
the so when she puts on makeup uh, and she puts on lipstick and Rick Moranis comes in and says did you put on lipstick he doesn't say anything like Ugh, did you put on lipstick he's like oh did you put on lipstick and she's like oh no it's a cherry pop as if she'd gone yeah I was just seeing what I look like the whole down rhythm of the second act that would is have true. been avoided if she had just been honest mature now she's pushing 25 this, this girl <laughs> from the looks of things and she <laughs> could have been mature about it i'm not going to b- believe this 10 year old <laughs> nonsense and she was so sh- she was just very shameful about the whole thing yeah like, i wasn't trying to be a girl but Ugh. when you're actually when you think about it the makeup would have been whose her mum's now the why quitter. does rick moranis quitter, keep quitter. his ex-wife or departed wife's makeup in the house because to all put on himself and do role plays oh, there you go this is the only explanation <laughs> also uh, an explanation is because all the parents in this town are horrible or because there are so many single parents in the town they sleep in each other's houses maybe they don't know whose children's whose oh <laughs> it's one big community yeah. or here's another theory um she didn't quit but he made her quit life she died he killed her and <sighs> buried her in the backyard that's possible but unlikely i think okay. mostly because it's more likely to have been mr butts hey <laughs> coach butts coach butts murdering people <laughs> since forever <laughs> Because if he's willing to kill children, why would he stop there? You know. Yeah, and and right after he tells the duck analogy, he's like, <laughs> just like, like this weird. I've, laugh. I've done it before. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so weird. Yeah. So what if the other team is heaven? She plays for heaven now. Oh my you god. Know? That would have. I think we're going down a path. <laughs> a deep realization. Nope. An actualization. There is there no. is no reason for why he would keep the makeup other than rampant swingers in the community. <laughs> or all the single parents. <laughs> all the Just single parents <laughs> would leave their child alone in the house and go to another house for the evening. Because that's what parents in this community do. The, the kids had an awesome clubhouse. It's or true. at least Icebox, the dweeb, and the other kid, and the nerd. Which seemed to be just like the equipment shed for the gas station. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, to- it was. Like, That's dangerous, maybe? The thing is, I don't know. you don't really see the kids Breathing chemicals. at home. Like, <laughs> it's what, from what I'm led to believe, those four kids are the ones that tried out for football mm. because... They're all under Rick Moranis' care. They have no because they've got no where to go. parents around. Mm. All the kids that Did they recruit, the um, wide receiver. Oh, his parents do show up. His his, his dad was chunking. Okay, that theory is out the window. That one's safe. Mm. Oh, mm. Debunked. And the fat kid has his mum and dad there. The the oh yeah, because they don't the get the gas joke. <laughs> and his mum's like, think about it. <laughs> Think about what I don't, I don't get why he's called the gas man. Uh, I just don't understand. Uh, why would they call him the gas man? Think about it, hon. And oh, 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 he farts. Okay, cool. And the cow, the cowboy, <laughs> the cowboy kid 
They've got a kid on their team who's dressed like a cowboy. And the dad. And the dad is dressed like a cowboy. Dressed like a cowboy. But they're not playing in the Cowboys team. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there was a missed joke there. (laughs) I think that's the golden Easter egg of the movie. There you go. You have fully exhausted all talk about the movie when you say, why is the kid who's a cowboy not on the Cowboys? Um, yeah. So as we yeah whoa yeah we wrap up have we gone yeah have we oh have we done longer than the movie uh maybe I don't know the yeah, movie was an hour and forty seven minutes does anyone know who started uh, it was about twenty past eight I don't know it was a while ago okay so this could be on the edge um very quickly around the horn starting with Eric mm. final thoughts what you'd change. Mm-hmm. And your favorite joke of the movie. Okay. What I would change is all the murder. Um, the jo- the, jo- <laughs> the Implied jo- murder. Yeah. The joke. Um, <laughs> the joke. <laughs> I don't... I can't, like, think of a specific joke. Okay. Like, but there's no, like... There's no jokes in the movie. Can what, we give you some jokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I definitely have a favorite. Okay, go ahead. And that joke is when they're talking about the kissing, and they're like, "What if What if we need to get a job?" And he says, "You don't need to get learn how to kiss to get a job." It's like, "Yes, you do." Oh, really? Well, not if you want to be a teacher. (laughs) 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 Like, what? (laughs) What is? Like, the writers literally would have just recorded kids talking crap. And, yeah, it goes. My favorite joke is John Madden with the map. <laughs> and hands down, brilliant. Yeah. Um, other jokes. Mm, um, that was the only joke when, in the movie. When the kid, when the kid, <laughs> the fat kid, um, what was his name again? Gas Man. The fat kid. Oh, whatever. Gas Man, yeah, exactly. Um, what about when the dweeb pulls his head down? Yeah. So that when the guy tackles him. <laughs> I'm going to rip your head off. And yeah. then he actually does. No. Um, what about Spike's rude <coughs> call when he calls Icebox Ice Chest? Oh, Ooh. I did not get yeah, that. Yeah, when they're arguing, he's like, shut up, Ice Chest. Oh, because it's oh, still it's a box. Another box. Yeah, it's another. Yeah, yeah okay. I thought he was like... Making well, fun of her lack of femininity. Like maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Ice Queen. Now, when they call over uh, the gas man, he always used to... S- his response was, You rang? <laughs> <laughs> but, but as a kid, I never knew what he was like saying, and I never knew what he, that even meant. But, you know, I, I, I rewatched yeah, it. Yeah, I did like that character. Oh, that's great. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, closing thoughts? Did you do your closing you thoughts? Are you going to do your closing thought? No, my closing thought What's is... What's your closing thought, I'm just... I'm not doing my closing oh, thought. Oh, d- you are doing yours. Yes, I am. Okay. Um, thoroughly enjoyed watching it again. Um, I was really excited to do this movie. Um, classic. Whose phone is that? It's not mine. Mine's on the ground. Oh, no, that was mine. <laughs> wow, turn down that vibrate setting. Um, yeah, so I was, I was thoroughly. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> oh, gosh. 
All right, that's enough. We've uh, run out of time. And, With that, uh, we made it longer than no. the movie. <laughs> uh, Zach, closing thoughts, because I just... Um, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> well, mine, mine's actually... I, I think there's a lot more to this, to this movie than the surface level. We've uh, proved there, that there are, there are There are a lot of topics touched on, but not mm. resolved. Yeah. Like they don't really. It doesn't really make any clear declarations about what's right or wrong when mm. it comes to parental negligence, uh, gender issues. It says it basically says what I took away from it is make your own decisions about how you want to raise your kids. If you don't want to be around them, that's okay. Slash They'll find a community of kids to support them. Slash why Junior's mom would ever go out with Fook Maranis because he won the football game. Mm, true. Yeah. Anyway. And okay. because he's he's confident and he's charming and he's just he's got it together, man. Why the why his wife pick another team? I have no idea. Mm. Maybe he she he shrunk her oh because of the other movie. I, I know. I, know. Um, I like the movie. I think it's refreshing to have the the main tension was not how are we going to win the game. Yeah. Because I mean, really, in the first half, one team scores three touchdowns. And then in the second half, the other team scores four touchdowns. And they score none. And, and every play, the Cowboys run in their final is give Spike the ball. <laughs> the drama is not about how we're going to win, like it has been with like the Mighty Ducks. There's yeah. a lot more of a focus on the sport. Will he triple deke? Will he not? And you know uh. the involvement of the players and which players have which skills and how they manage the, yeah. you know, the rezoning of the league to get better players. Not important. Thanks. This one is mainly about the people. Uh, the back with just a sport backdrop. I like the uh, icebox struggle. I like how it's resolved with her joining the team, beating the boys in football, and then jumping up and down girly with her new boyfriend. We assume. I like. I like what you said <clears throat> after you saw it, and you said this movie was ahead of its time. Mm. It progressed mm. feminism at least twenty years. Wow, I liked I liked how the female um, lead was. She was just unconventional. She was a you know a tomboy, and she was trying to figure things out. And mm. can I be one? Do I have to be one? Do I have to be the other? What's this other half that I haven't figured out? Mm. And it's a coming of age. Yep. Uh, so yeah. So reviews out of ten. Five, uh, f- ten. Ten. Zero to ten. Zero being awesome. 10 being really bad. I'm going to give this movie a 6. Whoa. Whoa. You That's don't like it. Low. But for nostalgia reasons, probably like an 8. Oh, you're putting it even lower. 10 is bad. 10 is bad. What the heck? In what rating system? <laughs> in what rating system is 10 bad? Numbers of things wrong with this. <sighs> Zero, great. 10 <laughs> give it a golf score this rating system sucks if it was playing a game of golf okay okay, okay. <laughs> then i give this movie positions think <laughs> when you place in a race eight is worse than sixth keeping in mind the issues regarding bullying family negligence murder <laughs> pedophilia pedophilia i'm gonna give it a two Okay, that's good. Even though there were five things I just mentioned. <laughs> In light of pedophilia, getting a two. Without the without that, a one. Did you say? I would. Uh, yeah, I would. But say the pedophilia. Okay, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. a two. Zach, <coughs> go. I would. I would sit at an even par. Uh, that's not. That's so not a five? zero. I'd, uh, yeah, I just. It. 
it does the job. Yeah. Like, what I want from this movie, I get from this movie. What I didn't know I want from this movie, I get that too. <laughs> and that's that's great. That's exactly what you want out of this movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Tough issues, but ultimately it's resolved. That's yeah. good. Yeah, I'm going to go with a three. Ooh. All right. No reason. Yeah, no, it's just a number that hadn't been picked yet. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And that is us. Yeah, that's uh, that concludes this episode of Talking About Films. Corbin um, and Eric. Special any, guest, Zach. It's any, been a pleasure. Any blanks in your workbook, uh, feel free to call our toll-free line for hints. Um, the clue for 13 across in the crossword. Because mm, that one's a tough one. Is... The first name of Coach Butts. It appears on screen once, once. in We're a newspaper sp- headline that is Kevin O'Shea and arrested. <clears throat> you gave them the exact place where to find the answer. So go back, look it up. <laughs> but don't just go to that part. Watch the whole movie. Watch the whole movie. Enjoy it. You know, have some fun. Um, Learn some things <coughs> about parental negligence. Mm-hmm. How to do it well. Uh, you said toll-free number, but you didn't say our number. What is our number? 0508 Films. With two S's. Oh, and a Z? Okay, no it's, Z. It's, so it, it's F-I-L-M-S-Z. 0508 Films. Films. <laughs> anyway, um, that's... Uh, Bye from Corbin. And that's bye for me. And uh, we'll see you next time. Hopefully. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) Because this is so long. (laughs) Bye. If you text me the word. (laughs) What word, Eric? Name a word. Butts. If you text me, I love butts. Spelt B-U-T-T-Z. I will buy you a dinner. And if you text me, O'Shea Cabaret, (laughs) (laughs) then I will buy you a drink because it's way less than a dinner. I don't know why Corbin said dinner. A little bit of a golden Easter egg for making it this far in our fourth podcast. (laughs) Yeah, honestly. (laughs) And we will hold hold you to that. Um, Okay, final goodbyes. Goodbye. 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 No, no, you already said goodbye. Uh, sorry. All right. See you later. Thanks. Bye. Well done. Good job. We made it to 10 o'clock. Holy hell. Because we didn't start at 8, but we didn't. I, we I don't. At are you sure? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was longer than the last one. <laughs> and I said we, made, I said we needed to make this one way shorter. <laughs>